Hey everyone, welcome to the latest episode of Parent Like an Athlete. My name is Otis. I'm Gemma. And uh, we are reading Reddit stories and reacting to those stories in a hopefully humorous and entertaining and informational kind of way. Um, educational, I guess is the word I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have a little fun with this. We've got six stories for you all today. I'm actually not going to preview those stories. What I'm going to do is just let you know if you want to see previews of them, you can check out the chapters in the in uh in youtube so this first one is really good y'all i i think it's really good i'm gonna let Gemma read it my husband 32 and i 32 have a one-year-old daughter i'm currently a stay-at-home mom and i am my child's primary caregiver our breastfeeding journey was not a success so we turned to bottle feeding which initially left me feeling inadequate as well as deeply sad about losing the opportunity to bond with her the silver lining was that it allowed my husband and I to take shifts in her care and give me some much needed rest as I had serious health concerns postpartum. But here we are at the one year mark and it seems like she prefers her dad to me. I take care of her all day long and her dad takes over in the evening when he's done with his work. He works from home and is an involved parent, but I am still the one actively thinking about parenting, not to mention researching, problem solving and doing most of the activities that come with day-to-day -day parenting and taking care of us 75% of the time. And yet she says dada, but never mama. And I know she can say it because she said it once, but repeated prompts after that weren't successful. I feel stupid writing this as if I'm complaining about her, which is not my intention. I play with her all day long and she's a bundle of laughs and silliness and is happy with me. But the moment dada enters the room, I might as well be the wall. She pushes me away and he is all she can see, even though he is stricter as a parent and I am the more comforting and empathetic one. Now, as she is becoming a toddler, her preference for him is even more obvious. Taking her away from dad leads to a meltdown and I feel more inadequate than ever. Becoming a stay-at-home mom temporarily was my choice and it was not an easy one. I was brought up by a nanny as mom and dad both worked full time and I remember feeling quite alone as a kid and desperately wanting attention from my parents. I did not want that for my child. But now I feel I've dedicated myself to her and it doesn't matter to her if I'm around or not, which I know isn't true, but that's how it feels. I know this is a one-year-old who has not intentionally blown me off, but I can't help feeling bad. I've spoken to my husband about this and he says it's normal for girl children to prefer fathers and that I'm reading more into it than there is because of my insecurities. I know parenthood is not a competition and that we are all lucky to be part of a loving whole family, but I need help dealing with this nagging discontent that my kid likes her father better. I know you've got a lot of thoughts on this. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I've got so many thoughts. Um, yeah, I, you know, hmm, where do I start here? I guess my thought is what is what does she want to happen from this i guess maybe the hope is uh daughter stops preferring dad i, I don't know what what like she's looking to get out of it but yeah i don't know if she if she wants to be the favorite or if she wants just equal favoritism yeah so this is the funny thing there is no such thing as true equality i mean i think when when you think about equality, it's, uh, it's, it, we're always striving for 
something that looks equal or feels equal feels fair or whatever but there's really never like equilibrium i feel like the the earth rotates at a different speed like different <laughs> like every year like it's not nothing's nothing's ever exactly the same and uh in this case <clears throat> excuse me in this case you know it seems like mom is looking to there's like a bit of a quid pro quo involved where mom is kind of trying to figure out well, why is it that the daughter likes likes my dad her dad more when i spend all this time with her um i'm more nurturing and and it's like this really uh interesting dynamic that that's playing out with between her and her daughter that i think it happens with adults and other adults all the time where people kind of assume that if you put in a lot of effort and work really hard on, you know, being amenable to this other person's desires and needs that somehow that person's going to like you even more. You're going to, you know, be great friends forever. And, you know, the reality is like people have all kinds of reasons for liking one person more than the other. So if I'm mom, I'm really just like, I would be super pumped that my daughter has such excitement for, you know, her father when he comes home. I think it's great that when he comes, or I guess he, he works, he works from home. Is that what it was? Yeah. So he works from home, but he's like focused on work uh, for most of the day. And then the last part of the day, he, he takes care of his daughter. So I think it's great that he's, you know, he's contributing he seems to be engaged and the fact that his daughter is so excited to like spend time with him shows that he's actually showing up to spend time with her in in a way that like doesn't indicate he's given her less than his best effort so like this guy is like showing up with energy consistency it's hard to to you know show up for someone after you've spent a whole day at work and be likable and fun and it seems like he's <laughs> he's crushing it and and yeah to be competing with with him is i think a little yeah it is an insecure thing his comments about the reasons for um why you know uh daughters daughters like fathers more or something like that that's yeah i don't think that's necessarily true i don't think it's true and i think he just made that up to make her feel better and for me i mean i'm you know me i'm not <laughs> I'm not one to do to say things to just make people feel better. I like I'm gonna say the truth. Like, hey, you know, um, she that that girl just likes her dad more than you. Like, like a little bit. Like, just just a little bit. Just a little bit. But like, it's funny because you know you hear parents and they you'll ask parents, well, which one's your favorite kid? And they're like, oh, I love all my kids the same. No, no. I didn't ask like which kid do you love the most. I said which which is your favorite. Like which one do you like the most? And and for you to lie and say you like both like all of your kids the same, that's not true. And you know, kids at least they're very honest. You can tell they will let you know if they prefer one parent over the other. And some and in some cases it's I prefer this parent in this circumstance and I prefer this parent in this circumstance. So um I I would just tell this mom Hey, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. I mean, if you're, you know, worried about your daughter liking you, like, hey, she's she's gonna like dad less tomorrow or more tomorrow. 
it's a it's going to change over time there's a lot of years and at the end of the day it's it doesn't matter because that's not that's not my goal of parenting like hey make sure my kids love me the most or like me the most <laughs> like i know they like me more than the average joe on the street like he wants to he wants to be here with with me and my wife if he likes her more fine but i don't know anyway what i think no i think that's a good point that you raised about you know yeah right now today you might be the favorite or in this particular situation you might be the favorite um but i think people's affection for people and especially kids can change on a dime like you know you know when you think about like the people that you work with like some days you're like really gelling with somebody and some days like they annoy you and then you kind of get on with somebody else better and I think kids are the same like it's it's nothing and I think the important thing is is to really try and not to take it personally because you know that can be especially if you already have insecurities in that area that can be really damaging um and put you in a headspace that you don't want to be in and I think I mean I can relate a little bit to this mom I mean there's definitely been situations where I mean I can think of a situation today where we were hanging out in the pool with our son and like you were like holding him and stuff and I went to hold him (laughs) he didn't want to be held by me he wanted to be held by you and you know there was a second there where I felt like a a sting of like rejection and then I was like I actually thought about this article because we'd already been talking about it a little bit and I was like but I, you know, it, it was like a second and it passed. And I think like it's a normal human response sometimes to feel a sting from rejection. But I think it's like, how, what do you do then? Like, do you keep thinking about it and going over and over in your head? Or is it like, okay, well, he wants to be with his dad. That's great. His dad wants to be with him. That's great. I can like go over here and talk to my friends and like not worry about it, you know? Yeah. And I guess, <laughs> yeah, we should add some context. I mean, we were, we were in a pool at a friend's house with a bunch of strangers and, and what, what we've, what I've seen is when we're in places uh, where there's a lot of people, a lot going on, adults, you know, not kids. Uh, and he's, you know, trying to figure out like his place and who these people are he will cling uh, tightly to me. And I, I look at it just like, well, he just recognizes who has the most, you know, ability to protect him from danger. <laughs> like if, if these people are in fact, like kind of scary to him, like I clearly can, you know, kick their butts. So I, I think he's just a smart kid. He's just recognizing where his opportunities are. So, you know, like he's not going to try to like, you know, go to me for like, you know, breast milk. It's a dry situation there. Um, I mean, now it's a dry situation for me, too. It's dry everywhere. (laughs) Moving along. Moving swiftly along. So the next, our next story is, what do you wish you would have done one last time before your first was born? The baby moon my wife and I were planning fell through, but we'll both still be taking a four-day weekend for our anniversary in a couple of weeks. We're trying to figure out some staycation things to do, like, going out to a nice restaurant and whatnot. But as a soon-to-be first-time dad, I decay what I'm most going to miss about pre-kid life. If you could roll back the clock and do a few things again before your first was born, 
what would be at the top of your list? For reference, we're in the Seattle area and my wife will be 33 to 34 weeks at that time. So no flying and nothing too crazy. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What, what do you think? Okay. I feel like this is kind of like twofold. Like I know he's asking about right now, like what should they do right now that they couldn't do? Because there's also like a bunch of stuff that you would be fun to do, but you can't, right? Like you can't drink, you can't get high. You can't do like crazy sporting things like, you know, it's too late to like go skydiving or a bunch of crazy stuff like that. So in the context of she's, you know, 32 weeks pregnant, I think honestly, just like spending quality time with your partner and like really just using this time to like really connect and just make sure your relationship is in a really great place. Like, if there's, you know, underlying issues with it, with anything or unresolved conflict, like this is a really good time to figure it out because I think like once the baby comes, you're not going to really have any time for each other for the first, you know, few months. Like it's going to be crazy for a little bit. So just do the things that like you like doing together, whether that's just hanging out in bed and watching movies or you know, going on a hike or being spontaneous or doing nothing because like it's some, it's the little things, right? It's like, you know, sometimes like we wake up and it's like, I really want to lie in bed for like, I just want to lie in bed for like 30 minutes right now and not do anything. And it's like, no, you can't because you've got to get up. You're responsible. You have a child in the next room who needs a diaper change and like he needs to get up and he needs to eat. So it's like you can't you can't just like lie around and do nothing. Um, so yeah, maybe just like the simple things like that. What do you think? Mm. I could not disagree more. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, look, the so this this man he was really asking two questions. He asked the first question was like well, the baby moon was scuttled and you know, what, what can we do together? But really he's like, he's saying, you know, let's, let's zero in on what he's really talking about. But as a soon to be first time dad, IDK, what I'm most going to miss about pre-kid life. First of all, I don't know who this man is, so I don't know what his interests are. Right. Um, I don't know. Like he might be, he might be into live music, right? He might be the kind of guy that wants to be front and center at a, you know, I don't know, like a crazy heavy metal, you know, rock band show or something. Right. Or maybe he likes to, you know, get high and just kind of coast through the streets late at night, going from one, one food truck to the, to, the, to the next. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I don't know, but like, I think, um, I think that if if you're asking me, it's figure out what is it that you just enjoy doing and you know you're not really going to have time to do for a while. I wouldn't really look at it as, you know, oh, I wish I could do this one last time. I mean, there's no, to me, the things that you, that, that I could do one last time, um, I feel like that 
ship has set sail like after i got married i mean it's like you know there's kind of no, i'm just saying like the things wow no really like when you're talking about like well what kind of like one last time I mean, what what is this guy talking about doing like i don't know i'm just saying like well i think he's looking for something for them to do together he 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 was but then he also he also said i know like i know what's in this man's head he's 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 this is he's being like very politically correct with his with what he's writing i mean this i i i think that this is like a very smart guy and he's trying to uh not come off as like a selfish dude that's what he sounds like to me and and look and maybe maybe i'm just a selfish person maybe it's me i don't know maybe i'm just projecting my selfishness <laughs> on this poor guy in seattle poor innocent man in seattle yeah but honestly no i think he really is trying to figure out what is it that he's going to wake up one day and and miss and realize like oh i can't really do this anymore and honestly like i don't think it matters you know oh like like because when once the baby comes you're not going to be thinking like oh man i'm so glad i did that thing one last time you're you're not gonna you're not gonna think that (laughs) Like I can't think, I cannot think about of, of a thing that I've done in the past that I haven't done since. Where I'm like, oh man, I'm so glad I did that one last time. I mean, if you did it once, you've done it once. Like, so what's like one? <laughs> what's, what's one more time? Like, I mean, you know, so just do what you want to do. Like, like to me, for me, like, what would I do? Like, what do I? It's like, what do I love? I love hanging out with my friends. So you might not see your friends for a while. So I'm gonna go find some time to hang out with my friends. We're gonna like. You know, check out some, you know, some music. Maybe we'll we'll, we'll go watch a game. Um, maybe we'll have a game night. I don't know what we're gonna do, but like, hang out with like my guy friends because once the baby comes, like you kind of, you know, to a certain extent, like that baby alienates like all of your existing relationships, and some people kind of hold a grudge uh, for some reason. And honestly, I I I think it's a nice gift to your friends to say. Oh hey, you know what? I know I'm not going to see much of you be- when- once the baby comes, unless you just want to come by and pitch in, like a good friend. <laughs> but uh, honestly, I just want to just you know show you some love and and uh, spend some time with you, uh, you know, before this stage of my life comes where I'm really just not going to be anywhere near as available as I'd like to be. Um, I-, I think uh, you know have some yeah have some fun. But, you know, he missed the baby moon. You can't do anything on the baby moon anyway, you know, like. Well, I think I think it's about spending time together and just like. Do that home. <laughs> yeah, but there's something nice about, you know, like hanging out by a pool. Like, you know, and, and like, because now it's like, you know, hanging out by a pool and not having any restrictions on your time. Like, you know, when the baby comes, you're going to be on a schedule. So, like, I think just just enjoy, like enjoy the freedom of like being spontaneous enjoy the freedom of being spontaneous look if you haven't had your free time i I think we've talked about this in the past if you your your free time and your fun time i'm not saying it's over it's just you know you're in a different season it's time for something different on hold for a bit yeah i mean it's like if you I don't know, go to college and your plan is to like party. Some people go to college and they party and some people go to college and they study and, you know, 
I know what I did. One outcome is better than the other <laughs> is all I'm saying. So, uh, yeah. So you think that, you know, this guy should spend more time with his wife before. I think he should spend time with his friends and other people he's never going to see again. Um, well, I mean, yeah, if, no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, no, he I'm, shouldn't spend time with his friends. I'm, I'm just, but I'm he just was recapping. Asking, he was asking about what they can do together. He was asking about what the. Oh, okay. So I guess I didn't answer that's that part of his his question. What you can do together. Uh, this guy's not watching this video, but uh, <laughs> anyone who's in the similar predicament, yeah. What can you do together? Um, what you like to do together? <laughs> yeah, make dinner. Like you can go to dinner, but honestly. You know, it was a really cool thing, especially if you don't know how to cook. I mean, I, I think I can cook pretty well, but if you don't know how to cook, like learn how to cook a dish, um, learning something new and trying something new together, I think is, is an interesting thing because well, one, it's like, well, maybe it's something that you've always wanted to do, but you just haven't done like, I don't know make sushi together or whatever like get to the point where you're really good at making sushi have you ever made sushi oh because you don't no. use yeah you didn't you know you weren't she was vegetarian for the longest and still doesn't eat raw fish but yeah. Uh, but yeah we're, we'll get there <laughs> making sushi is very difficult but also super rewarding when you eat it and i don't know maybe there's in there in seattle so we could uh, start a podcast together they could start a podcast and you it's know fun. what? It's highly recommended, actually. Yeah, start a podcast, and then you know, once the baby comes, you could probably still do the podcast. I mean, maybe you do the podcast when the baby's crying, and you just, <laughs> just ignore the baby, cover the baby up <laughs> so you don't get flagged by YouTube's uh, kid <laughs> controls or whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, really, like, there's not a whole lot you can do. It, it's a, it's I, honestly, I think it's, it, it's one of those like things that i think people people reach for um for some comfort when things are changing it's like i need to to like do something so i can hold on to like some part of like my old life and it's like just let it go how about that just just let it go just just enjoy yourselves you know spend time with your wife i know when we went on the baby moon you know you look at the list of of all the excursions and activities and literally couldn't do anything and it's like oh we could go to the ocean except we're in cabo and the surf is like a nightmare ocean. uh you could die just by like <laughs> stepping foot in the water and the, the sand beach sand uh, i mean it's not my thing but you know like yeah go to pool yeah go to go to brunch uh, i don't like <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't honestly like it doesn't it doesn't matter like you're not gonna you're not gonna remember any of this like and yeah just relax yeah you're not gonna it's not gonna matter it doesn't matter um to some of y'all it does and i'm sorry if if i uh if i didn't acknowledge that but <laughs> yeah um you, any, uh, any no less? i think i think we kind of did this one to death we did it to death Oh boy, that means we've been talking too long, y'all. Are we going to have this episode under an hour or nah? Stay tuned in to find out. Stay tuned, y'all. Don't 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 go cuz this don't next one This next one's really good. Uh so real quick I got to remind you all to like this video. Honestly, likes don't really matter. Uh love it if you subscribe. Love it if you watch the entire video. Love it even more is 
after you watch this video, watch another video. I don't know. Watch a short. We got three now. We got three long. We got three podcasts. Three. This is episode three. So there's three podcasts. There's some old videos there you can check out. And there's some shorts. So there's yeah. all kinds of stuff. And there's going to be more. So just, you know, turn on notifications. Around. Anyway, uh, the next one is, I think, pretty good. Okay. Uh, would you like to read it or do you want me to read it? Uh, I can read it. Okay. <laughs> Partner is making it harder to parent and outings are hell. Every time I go out with my son, who's 16 months, and my partner, it is utter hell. Yet, if I go out with my son and my grandparents, it's fine. If I go out with just me and my son, it's fine. When me and my partner and my son go out, my partner gets very on edge at every single whinge my child makes, and it makes the situation a thousand times worse. He has completely unrealistic expectations of how a child is supposed to behave. He gets wound up so easily by him whinging and my partner then gets me frustrated when it all could have been avoided if we all stayed calm. He seems to think that if, for example, we're out for a meal, one small whinge from my son will ruin everyone else's meal at the restaurant. He's so worried about what other people are thinking and gets so tense and it really adds fuel to the fire when situations could be handled so much easier. He's also started to get very angry with our son. Today in the car, he was moaning a lot, and I know how frustrating it can be because I deal with it every day, whereas he doesn't. We're on holiday at the moment, so he can't escape him. During the car journey, he screamed at the top of his lungs to my son to shut up, and it honestly made me scared, so I dread to think what it did to our son. It breaks my heart that my son has to hear his caregiver scream at him in this way. I can't get out of my mind what this must have done to his development. As shouting at this level is so damaging to children, let alone a baby that has recently turned one. I'm at my wit's end and I'm finding that parenting is more enjoyable and easier when he's at work and I'm doing it on my own. Is this a sign for us to split up? I want what's best for my son and I don't want him being screamed at, but my partner's outbursts and general tense behavior is ruining my life. I just want to add, my partner has never once done a bedtime routine, very, cha very rarely changed a nappy very rarely makes his dinners or gets him a drink. It's me who's the primary carer. And I do understand that my partner works long shifts at work, so I'm happy to do all this, but surely it shouldn't be easier when he's not around. Is that the end of this? That's the end? That's the end, yeah. Um, I've got some slightly related thoughts. Uh, slightly related? <laughs> well, yeah, like, because you said whinge, like it was a real word. And I was like, oh, because when I read this, I thought this woman. When just a real word. Damn. She's obviously British because she's saying right. nappy instead. Yeah, I was, I was, I'm sorry. I should have said a word that people say. And I'm thinking that must be like, she must be British. And then she said, yeah, she said nappy. She said something else that just kind of grab my attention oh holiday we don't we don't holiday in the u.s <laughs> we're never on holiday oh that's true yeah vacation yeah we have vacations and that's you know if you're lucky yeah we um, don't really do vacations in the u.s yeah naughty naughty anyway <laughs> uh did you want to go first on this one or sure i mean yeah. i feel like 
Yeah, this guy sounds like he's got some sort of issues, whether it's like anger issues or unrealistic expectations. Um, he obviously isn't really spending that much time trying to bond with his kid. Um, sounds like maybe he's got some other stuff going on, like their relationship doesn't seem like it's in a great place. Um, I can understand why she's getting frustrated for sure. Um yeah, it, it seems like there's there's a communication breakdown in their relationship, but it's not cool that he's like taken out on his baby and shouting his baby. I mean, that is going to resolve nothing, shouting a one-year-old um, and just reacting emotionally like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so my thought is, from what I'm reading here, it sounds like she has not confronted her husband about this uh and you know honestly this is i know this is like an overgeneralization and i don't i don't want to offend our, oh here we go our british following because we appreciate we appreciate i mean 10 percent of the people who watch are in the uk so we <laughs> truly appreciate but i'm just gonna say like what i've noticed is there's like this um aversion to being confrontational uh unless it's like Piers Morgan and like I don't know what's going on with that guy but please don't use him as like a benchmark for British people because that's highly <laughs> Piers Morgan is like the most confrontational <laughs> British person I've ever seen anyway um I don't want to get into politics but yeah no like it's a it's a it seems like one of those things where you should just you're I mean you're the child's mom you should say something start by just saying something hey look you can't talk to a baby like that that's not okay um should should they split up no maybe you should go to counseling i mean he should probably go to counseling on his own because it seems like he has some anger issues and you know nhs i mean y'all got like isn't that free? free you can get free counseling yeah i mean you might have to wait a while but, I, have to, um... I might have to wait a while but the baby's going to be around for 18 years so you <laughs> <True>. know <laughs> um so <laughs> So you've got you've got all these free resources. I think he needs to use them because yeah, he does have some the unrealistic expectations. He doesn't he's not really taking care of the kid at all. And and I I'm not saying you don't want to cut him out. No. You don't want to do that. You want to give him the opportunity to correct correct things. And for me, I, what I would say is this is important. So, you know, listen to this right here this is like a fantastic idea it might not be but i feel like we should zoom in on you or something. i you know i think it will happen when i edit this <laughs> uh, this is important listen up anytime you want someone to change their behavior do something different you must think about what it is that they want, not what it is that you want. And it's a little bit of uh, an exercise in, you know, manipulation a little bit. You know, that's marketing, sales, right? Like you're kind of getting into their head a little bit. But this father, I don't know what he wants. Um, but I, I would spend some time thinking about what does he truly want how does he because people 
some people are very concerned about how they're seen um, by others. Uh, he might be concerned about, you know, spending all this time uh, being bitter and then having a son who grows up hating him. I don't know what it is, but to me, it's like, I'm always looking for what do you want? And then I say, okay, I believe you want this. So maybe he wants to have uh, a son who is uh, a high performer, produces, you know, like has a high income, has a happy family, blah, 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 right? So, okay, you want your kid to be productive. I think most parents want their kids to leave the house and be fruitful and productive. Okay, honey. I can't do the accent. Honey. Is that supposed to be a British accent? No, it's not. I'm not doing an accent. I'm just I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just pretending to be a woman, but just not a British woman. I should not try to pretend to be a woman. <laughs> she should just, you know, just say, look, I know she's been having some difficulty with our son, uh, Todd. Let's call him Todd. Todd. That's not a very British name. Oh. Um, George. Let's go with George. Ben? Is it Ben? Let's go with George. George. Georgie. Georgie Porgy. <laughs> I've noticed that you've been really a little on edge with Georgie. Uh, and and I think your expectations are a little high for how he should behave in public as a one-year-old and how he should behave in a car as a one-year-old. And, and here's the thing. Um, it's possible that you are right about how he should be behaving. It's possible. I don't think so. Um, but like maybe you've read some things that point to how this baby should be acting. And if, and if you've read something that's, that's, you know, not aligned with how he's acting, please show it to me and, and we can talk about that. But from everything that I've seen, he is behaving like a baby. And the way you're behaving is like someone who wants your baby to grow up to be a grown man who cannot stand his father. And that's not even, that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? Not only will he not be able to stand you, but you're going to teach him how to be a father in the process of him learning to hate you. So not only will he dislike you, but he will behave like you, which is creating the risk of him doing exactly what you're doing all over again. Mm. And, and what a horrible thing that would be, right? Can you imagine um, watching him raise your grandson, treating him in a way that makes your grandson hate your son? And generational trauma and realize <laughs> and realizing that it was your fault. Like y you go to work because you care. You really, I mean, you, you put in effort because you care because you want to provide. But if you provide resources for him, but then you cut him off at the knees with your horrible attitude because you know, something in your life isn't, is, is out of, out of sync or whatever you're literally wasting your time. I mean, you may as well just like give up. I'm not, don't say that part. I wouldn't say like, but seriously, like why show up to work if, if you're going to undermine your efforts with the way you behave with your kid? Mm. So I would just say, look, I mean, if you, if you think work sucks, 
think about how much work sucks when you realize it was off or not. I don't know. Yeah. It also does sound like he is very concerned with what people think of him, which is a problem. I mean, worried about the other people in the restaurant. I mean, obviously, like, you know, you don't want your kid to cause a scene in a restaurant, but it doesn't sound like that's what he was doing. It sounds like he was just being a baby. Oh, yeah. Here's a a pro tip for for any any dad who's (laughs) worried about what people are thinking in the restaurant. Here's what you do. Pro tip, uh, just pick the kid up, walk him around, comfort him, soothe him. If you're worried, if you're worried about what people are thinking, you know what? I'll tell you what they're thinking once you pick your baby up and start walking him around and soothing him and comforting him. They're thinking, wow, what a great dad. That's not the pro tip I thought you were going to give. I oh, thought, what, do you, what do you think I was going to say? I thought the pro tip was get, them some, get him some bread. Because we recently oh. discovered this trick uh, when we take our son to a restaurant is he really likes chewing on the bread. Oh, yeah. Bread. I mean, I, I mean, every kid's different. But yeah, if you want to try this, I mean, give him some bread because if you think about how bread works, it's squishy, <laughs> but like there's no juice that comes out of it. So it's not messy, right? Unless it's got like a bunch of butter on it. Uh, they can tear it. Babies love tearing things. So it's like this tactile thing that they also can put in their mouth and it's delicious. And it's something that they can't really eat quickly, but it's harder for them to choke on it. I mean, I guess some babies are going to choke on it, but you'll be there so you can monitor it all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bread. Bread's a great, a great distraction, not a phone bread, <laughs> bread. but also, um, pick them up, pick them up, walk them around, you know, um, put them in your lap and kind of feed him while you're while he's sitting on your lap. You know, are you going to get much food in your mouth? No. But again, like you're building a bond with him, which is something that this father seems to have like missed by not changing diapers, by not really feeding him, being there for him. And and again, for someone who's really worried about what other people think about him, you know, the negative stuff people aren't really thinking that much about because that's just normal. The, the baby babies cry. That's normal. But what's not normal is a dad getting up and just like comforting his child, carrying him, walking him around, taking him outside, you know, taking time to, to like go the extra mile. People love that stuff. So if you're that guy and you want to like impress other people, then go for it. Also better and- to just like, you know, do it for your child, but. Yeah, and try and not be concerned with what people think. Yeah, try really. and not. But but you know what? There that's, are people. That's who, a long term goal, I guess. People Short-term people have goal. a hard time. So in a world where this guy has, can cannot control his desire to um, to not upset other people, and again, this is this this I I feel like this is a British thing. Just saying. I mean, wow. I, I'm sorry. It, there's a there is a there is a desire to not make a scene, a desire to to not, you know. Um, well, that that is true. That's true. It's a very it's so you know. This is going to tell a whole country of people like, <laughs> don't worry about what people think of you. Um, I would just say, well, look, if you're going to worry about what people think of you, then then have some perspective. Think about ways to uh, do something where it completely offsets the annoyance of your child crying and then it's like oh wow that guy's really trying he's doing he's doing his best look at him he's he's really doing his best 
can't fault this guy. It's this the kid. It's the kid's fault. Clearly, the dad is like doing everything he can. Look at it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's. It, just try some stuff, you know, experiment, you see what yeah. works. Uh, I think the problem is he doesn't seem to want to try. But Yeah, he seems like a miserable miserable guy. Yeah. 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 So he he probably needs some therapy. Probably probably could use a, some friends. Oh, hey, here's the thing. I know I said therapy. I started with therapy, but uh the reality is exercise. Exercise. Yes. Exercise is a cheat code. Yes, he needs to do some exercise. Get outside. Go for a walk, go yeah. for a run, go for a swim, like yeah. get the heart racing. Yeah. It'll, it'll flip your, your attitude like that and you'll live longer, uh, which is good for uh, you and everyone who loves you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so All right. la- I was going to ask last thoughts, but it sounds like, uh, sounds like we're ready to think, keep it rolling. Yeah. I think we put a bow on it. All right. This one is this one. I like this one. It's it's like a heartwarming one. Um, so I'm gonna read it. <laughs> Found out my girlfriend is pregnant. I never wanted kids, and I've had an abortion with my ex-girlfriend. Even with my current girlfriend. We planned to abort it if she ever got pregnant. Found out yesterday during our anniversary dinner she's pregnant and it's been four weeks. I don't want to abort it. I want to keep it and I'm so happy. I cried yesterday when she told me. She said she's scared but she wants to keep it too. She doesn't want me telling anyone for the, for the next few months so I guess I'm telling complete strangers online. I'm gonna be a dad! <laughs> All caps. As I type this, I'm tearing up. I'm not crying. You're crying. Uh, (laughs) Thanks, guys, for listening. If anyone has any tips on how to be the greatest dad possible or how to prepare, I'm all ears. Thanks again, everyone. Oh, I love this. This is the best one. I mean, I I probably should have led with it. We were like, we should leave with something a little bit controversial. But, like, why not leave with something... Warm and fuzzy. Warming, heartwarming. Like Yeah, that is really that's really great. I think like we've talked a lot about not just tonight, but I feel like it's kind of been a theme with like women having issues with their partners like not showing up and you know, being lazy or going out for like hours and hours on end and not pulling their weight. And this is like just really refreshing to hear how excited this guy is and you know he's asking for advice on how to be a great dad I mean I think he's I think he's already there right like he's the, the enthusiasm and the the want the desire to like be a dad especially coming from a place of like somebody that's actively not wanted kids in the past like I think the most important thing he can do right now is just like be there for his is it fiance, girlfriend? Girlfriend, yeah. Be there for his girlfriend, like make plans for their future. Um, you know, are they? do they live together? Are they going to get married? Like how's it going to work when the baby comes? Just like setting up the environment for, you know, having the easiest possible time with the child and making sure the child is comfortable and got everything they need. Like figuring out their, you know, 
work situations, all of that stuff. But I mean, it sounds like he's going to be a great dad. Like, and I think this kid's going to be really lucky if he keeps that, if he keeps that same energy that he has now. Like when the kid comes, like he's got nothing to worry about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very heartwarming. And I would say just to answer his question, any tips on how to be the greatest dad possible or how to prepare? I think that at least for me, the way I look at it is you'll, you guys are going to hear me say this a lot. I've said it so many times to Gemma and other people, but I, you know, people, people want to know what it's like to be a dad and I compare it to being a college athlete and it's basically like having two jobs. So you have your, your day job, school, uh, that you have to do. And then you've got your other job playing the sport that you really love to do. Uh, school sucks cause it's school and you just, someone's making you do it, but playing the sport sometimes sucks a lot because it is just hard. It's like, it's just brutal. Like there's pain, there's suffering, there's bleeding, there's like sweat. It's just, it's a lot, but you're never in this moment where you're like, I shouldn't say never. Some people don't love it and they, they want out. But um, most people who, who play college sports are like, there's nothing else I'd rather do. And I think it's the same way with raising a kid. Like it's painful. There's like plenty of like just dead ends, wrong turns, rejection, uh, you know, confusion. And at the end of the day, like what would I rather be doing? Oh, do I want to go back to like, you know, clubbing and, you know, whatever, like it, it just, it just doesn't compare. It's, it's, it's a little crazy to think like, man, I put this off so long. Right. So what I would say is uh, to be the best dad possible, the greatest dad possible, you need to uh, approach every moment with a certain level of energy that is essentially like I am willing to do literally whatever it takes to get the job done. Like, and I'm going to do it with enthusiasm. I'm going to do it with creativity. I'm going to, I'm going to just, and, 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 and whatever someone tells me I should expect to go wrong. If I, if it's, if there's a possibility that it can go exactly the way I want it to go, then I'm going to pray that God delivers the best outcome for me, regardless of what happens for everyone else. I'm going to, I'm asking for what's best for me and my family and I'm showing up and, and I'm never going to and, and put your phone away, like put your phone away. Um, if you're feeding your child late at night, if, you know, if you're playing with him or her, the phone doesn't need to be there. Give all of your attention. I mean, we're talking about, you know, a very, very short period of time in your life. Just think about how fast five years has gone by in your life. You know, you, you think about it. It's like, you can't even remember what movie you watched, like in like, 2020 right like name name like two movies you watched in 2020 you can't like it just blows by 
So uh, one day we were finding out about COVID and the next day we're celebrating, you know, being free kind of. And then, then the next day we've forgotten all about it. Meanwhile, people were still dying of COVID. Like it, it is crazy. Yeah. So, so like have some perspective over like, well, the importance of being in the moment, but also not letting the, the intensity of the moment overcome you, overcome you with like, you know, anger and frustration and, you know, regret and blame and all these like ugly emotions that can easily crop up when like things just aren't going your way. And you're feeling like, well, maybe my partner, if she were better or what, or he were, you know, she were better. Like, I, if, if she were better then you know, maybe things would be different. Leave all that aside and focus on uh, what can I do to, to be, to be better. And a lot of times asking that question is just as simple as just like watching your child and just paying attention to what your child is indicating to you, what he or she needs. It's very, I think it's very straightforward. Um, but you know, the confusion I think comes when your expectations for how you think it's going to go clash with the reality. And, and if it turns out that you thought you were going to get the baby to sleep in 30 minutes, but it took an hour and 30 minutes. Now that's a thing that you remember and you're like, Oh man, is this how it's going to be forever? No, nothing that you experience will be like that forever. So show up with a, by any means necessary mentality, a, whatever it takes mentality and you will dominate because I'm going to tell you 90 plus percent of the other parents out there are not thinking about it like that. They're thinking about what they have to still have to do that this thing that they're doing is keeping them from. And, and, and if you really take perspective, keep perspective in mind, you'll understand that most of the tasks that we think uh, is going to take us forever to do, they just don't like, we just build them up into like some like horrible thing in our minds when, you know, like, Oh, how long is it going to take me to edit this video? It's going to take me forever. No, it's going to take like two hours maybe. Yeah. More time is spent procrastinating a lot of the time than actually just doing what you need to do. Yeah. So, so like, don't, don't, don't let your baby take the blame for, uh, your unwarranted like fears and worries around not having enough time to do what you need to do. You'll have time to sleep. You only need three hours anyway. All right. So, you know, you only, you only need all the science that says everyone needs eight hours of sleep to, to like exist. It's not true. Yeah. But three hours is, uh, uh, I need more than three hours of sleep. Have y'all, have y'all noticed that, that people continue to live after their babies, uh, don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like no one's dropping dead. Like <laughs> show me the articles where, where someone's dropping dead from like sleep deprivation. I mean, I know you can like get in a car accident or whatever, but <laughs> like, but, but when they, but when they talk about the accident, they're not like linking it to the baby, you know, anyway. All right. So I'm sorry. It's got a little dark Tan- tangent here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just keep, keep asking questions. Be, be, be curious, be, be 
flexible, be adaptable. Like, don't act as if you know everything because, you know, one day you know it and then the next day it's changed and whatever you knew yesterday doesn't matter anymore. And just be happy about that because that means your kid's brain is developing. And like, that's exciting. Like you gotta, you have to show up and be creative. I gotta outsmart a one-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta trick this kid into wanting to sit in this chair. Like, how can I do it? It's fun. Turn into a game. Turn into a game. <laughs> anyway, um, any thoughts from from you on any more last thoughts? Any parting shots to this awesome dad to be? No, I think he's got it. I really think he's got it. I think wanting it and yeah, like you said, like being prepared to do whatever it takes is. I mean, that's it, really. If you've got that, then you're sorted. Okay, we have another story we've got it's our last one right we can make it our last i promised six so we can do this one quickly and Is do the next number one. six nope that's five. Oh, okay yeah we're we're taking our sweet time but we'll, yeah we are maybe we'll speed this one up okay troubles with my wife okay so we've got a different perspective here this is a husband Okay, hello. This is going to be pretty personal, so I will delete within the next few hours. I'm having a hard time with my wife. I'm the husband. She only breastfeeds. I need advice on how to be a better husband and dad. I work 40 hours a week, so my wife is with the baby most of the week. Our six-week-old hardly sleeps and is colicky. Our schedule is that I stay at five hours and then she stays at five hours at night. I give her a bottle once during these five hours. On Saturdays, I try my best to clean the house for her, then take the baby. When I'm done, I feel like I'm really trying my best. I even asked her yesterday if I'm doing a good job, and she says yes. Today, she said I'm not doing a good job and wants to go back to her country to get help from her family with the baby. She's desperate and has no family here. She said that if she would have known it would have been like this, she wouldn't have had a baby with me. That broke my heart. She says she doesn't want to have to tell me what to do and I need to act on things. I feel like that's what I've been doing. Last night she was feeling like her mastitis was coming on so she wanted to breastfeed through the night. I'm a heavy sleeper and didn't wake up. I asked her why she didn't wake me and so she hates telling me what to do and that I need to figure things out. Parenting and being a spouse is very hard. Do things get better when the baby gets older? I want to help. I do admit that I'm a little slow with certain things, like realizing things. I hate that about myself. She doesn't take it'll be okay or I'm sorry well at all. She hates it. Anyway, thanks for listening. Yeah, it sounds like this guy is is trying. But, um, you know, maybe just she's obviously not getting what she wants out of him. And it doesn't seem like she's really telling him what she wants. Um, it also seems like she's kind of struggling you know, it seems like she doesn't have any family around um, and that she's just kind of struggling with being a new mom and the breastfeeding and mastitis, which is horrible, by the way. It's incredibly painful um, and very stressful. And it's easy to kind of get get worked up about it and get, you know, I can understand why she's in, in a bad place, but um it sounds like they just really need to have a better conversation, you know, like I don't know if they're really communicating very well about this. Um, maybe they need to see a therapist. Um, 
I'm not sure if having, I think people a lot of the time think like, oh, everything would be so much better if my family was around. I don't know if that's, if that's always the case. I mean, like we don't have family around. Um, and I don't think it's, you know, sometimes I think it's for the best, honestly, <laughs> like. Yeah. I mean, well, family around is not going to help the fact that the baby doesn't go to sleep. Uh, so mom, wife is upset because, I mean, yeah, the mastitis pain, that's a problem. There's like solutions for that, but you know, they're not, I mean, how well they work, I don't know. Um, but when it comes to the baby not sleeping, that just seems to be the, the biggest problem outside of the fact that she just doesn't really seem to like him that much, just from what I, from what I hear. And it seems like he doesn't like himself very much. Like when I hear, uh, what did he say? Uh, yeah, I want to help. I do admit that I'm a little slow with certain things, like realizing things. I hate that about myself. I will never say I hate anything about myself. If there's things I want to change, yeah, there's lots of stuff I, I want to change, but I don't hate anything about myself. I love myself. So this is a guy who doesn't love himself the way he should. And he's with a person who doesn't really like him very much. And, and, you know, I'm not trying to like, this is not, I'm not joking. Like, I'm like, not, like this is real. Like this is, this is real. This happens all the time. And I think the best thing for this guy to do is, is to start working on loving himself. So here's a, here's a book for any of you out here who are listening to this and are like feeling like you kind of relate to this guy. Um, there's a book, it's called, uh, love yourself like your life depends on it or love yourself as if your life depends on it. This book takes like literally an hour and a half to read. And it's fantastic because it, it really just helps you to think about, you know, what comes out of your mouth, how you let people treat you. And, and it's just a, you know, so you, you always ask yourself the question of if I truly and deeply love myself would I complete the sentence? Would I let this person talk to me like this? Would I say something like this about myself? Would I do this? Would I do that? Whatever, right? If I truly and deeply love myself, would I X? And, and so start by loving yourself. Start by teaching yourself to love yourself. It's hard, but if you really like kind of zero in with a strategy, you can do that. Um, I talked about exercising before. Start exercising, start working out. You start getting some muscles. You start looking better. You start liking the way you look. And guess what? Your wife starts liking you, liking you more too. It's people like you more when you like you more, period. If you don't like you, people don't like you. And then they start treating you however they want to treat you. And that's what's happening here. And then the part about the baby, I mean, eventually the baby's going to sleep. But if you want like some tips on how to get your baby to sleep, check out the video linked right here. I'm, I'm linking the video right here in the upper right-hand corner and watch this video. And it talks about all the ways that we we use to help our baby get to sleep. And I'll just give you a quick preview of it. Some of you might not like this, but some of you will. Uh, one, we use this this resource called Moms on Call. There'll be a link to that uh, in the description. Uh, another thing we use was, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the little Wendy, the Wendy, the Wendy Gas Passer. Baby by Free Wendy. Yeah. Uh, we use that so it helps babies like pass gas. Also, in our in our baby's case, uh, grossness alert. 
it helped him just get poop out. Like we literally had him, you know, there was a funnel that just helped poop come out of his, you know, just and make sure you stand back. Un unbelievable it. amounts of poop. And, and you want to know, <laughs> like, it's like, Oh, the baby just keeps crying. I don't understand why. Maybe the baby needs to poop and maybe you need to help the baby poop. Yeah. And I'm just saying, so the windy gas passer also is a poop passer. Um, <laughs> And and then then the last one, it's like, yeah, you know, try a prayer practice, right? Try getting into a habit of of talking to God uh, about your problems, because you know there are there are things that like that are happening behind the scenes that you have no control or power over, and and you need help. And if you're over here just trying to do it your own, like winging it, good luck. Um, not saying you can't do it, but good luck to you. So, uh, that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. I kept that brief, right? Look at that. Yeah. That was, that was pretty good. Brief ish for me. Pretty brief. Yeah. Okay. We've got one more. We've got one more. I can hear the cries. <laughs> I can hear the sadness. Everyone is so sad. It's almost over. It's almost over. Okay. This one's one. This is one of uh, one of yours. I'll read it though. Okay. I'm trying to remember which one it is. Well, you don't have to try to remember because I. I'm about to tell me. I'm gonna tell you unless I just you know insert something else because I feel like inserting things. But anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um. Spouse's hobby too much. Mm. Spouse's hobby too much. Mm. My husband has an athletic hobby he really enjoys. He will often leave for up to five hours at a time and then later will be too tired for him. Family. I think she meant to say for his family. That's just me and our child. He is also in a bad career situation and this hobby takes a lot of time away from trying to improve that in the meantime i'm making twice as much keeping us afloat and taking care of our house slash young child while he is off doing his thing i have hobbies that are very important to me too but i usually wait until our son is in bed there are some fun things i'd love to do but there's no time and our child needs a lot of attention at this age what are people's thoughts on this situation he says he needs the hobby for his mental health and the same goes for the naps and or resting while I'm taking care of stuff. He often makes snide comments when I ask him to do stuff. I think she meant to say to do stuff, but she said ghost. Anyway, when I ask him to do stuff, like I never let him just relax. I'm exhausted. Okay, I'm going to go first on this one, if you don't mind. Go for it. I wish she would tell us more. Yeah, what's the Athl hobby? Athletic <laughs> hobby? Like, what is that? What is I think it's golf. Oh. Oh. Because that's something that would, I mean, that's like <laughs> time intensive, right? I, it could be any anything. I mean, my dad used to play basketball on the weekends, and he'd play basketball for hours. Like, he'd be gone on Saturdays, like, for, like, five, six hours. I mean, because you've got you've to wait to get on the court. And then if you lose, you're going to have to wait while other teams are playing to get back on the court. So, you know, it's time consuming. But 
I, I think um, we just don't have enough information. Like, you know, how frequently is, she says he will often leave for up to five hours at a time. What does often mean? Like every week, once a week, maybe. You think once a week or like often to me? I don't know, y'all. What's often? Like to me, often is like. A couple of times a week? I don't know. I don't know what it means in the context of like being away for your athletic hobby. But like she says that she, you know, pursues her hobbies once the child is sleeping. Well, if he has an athletic hobby, like you really can't pursue that. Maybe he's going to football games or something. I mean, well, it seems like he's performing. He's playing in something. I don't think he's watching. Like, I don't know if it's a hobby to, I can't call. Like, I think watching is, is you have to be active if it's a hobby. You have to be like, really? per, like actually participating. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think you could say like going to a sporting game is my hobby. It's like going to movies is a hobby. Is it? I think so. I think it's an interest. I don't know if it's a hobby. I mean. Maybe she shouldn't even call it a hobby in the first place because athletic hobby is just like he just plays a sport. I feel like she's created like all of the secrecy around this hobby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's very, I'm confused. But I will say this. Um, Yeah. I think that uh, this one seems like a little easy, right? Like yeah, the child. Oh wait a minute, child is four to nine years old. Did she say how old the child is? Oh, I assumed it was a baby. It's not a baby. It's not. A, it's not. A, it's not a baby. Like this is a a school age child. We don't have enough information. I, I feel like I I don't have enough information. Do you, you know what? I'm gonna let you well, go. I mean, and I'll think, I think about this com- a little bit. It comes. I think it's like prioritization and balance right and like having a conversation about okay you want to do this how 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 can we how can we meet your needs how can we meet my needs how can we meet the needs of our kid like can we can we figure out a solution where you do your hobby and have your time I do my hobbies and have my time we're making sure we're both spending time with our kid our kid is getting what they need like you know I think that's the first step right like and if he needs to cut back from five to six hours at a time, which does sound like a lot, you know, I think that's probably a reasonable request if he's not really spending that much time with his kid. Um, or is there a way to like incorporate the kid into the hobby? I mean, it's kind of hard because we don't know what it is, but um, you know, if it's playing basketball or something like, does the kid have any interest in that? If not, like, is there another sport that he could play with the kid? Is there something they could do together as a family? Like, are you offsetting the time that you're spending doing your thing with planning a fun day out to the zoo or something like that with your family, you know? So I think there's ways to like for everyone to get what they want. Um, but it sounds like he's, she thinks he's been a little selfish um, and just taking this time without really thinking about ways to include the family or to give her what she wants or the kid what, what they want to. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is a tough one for me because, you know, they both work. Um, she makes twice as much as him, and and she says, you know, keeping us afloat. Um, but if he's working a job that, what she says, a bad career situation, and it's impacting his mental health, uh, you know, I, I I'm. I'm not saying I don't again I don't know how often he's going to play his mystery sport or possibly watch the sport. 
<laughs> maybe the hobby is like he's actually like crafting the basketballs he's like creating them in a factory somewhere i don't know um but i i, I think it, it's a tough one because this guy seems to be um using this time not for typical hobby reasons it's like he's using this time to like keep from losing it and if he's saying if the man is saying that this is necessary for his mental health what is he not saying is what i'm thinking mm. what is what is he not saying? Because we know he's making, she's making twice as much as him. They're both working, but she makes twice as much. And he clearly hates what he's doing. And it seems like he doesn't have a whole lot of options right now, or maybe he's just not like thinking about his options very well, possibly because he's not in a good mental health state. But for him to say, I need this for my mental health, tells me that he's probably got some like real issues. And and I guess, you know, the the question is, well, what is it that, like like you said, like compromise, I think there's some opportunities for compromise. I mentioned that my dad used to go play basketball on Saturdays. I would have loved it if he took me at an earlier age. And, and on top of that, I would have loved it if he actually showed me how to play basketball like while we were just like waiting, right? We're, we're just waiting. Show me how to dribble the ball, you know, shoot the ball, whatever. Um, and maybe his kid's not interested interested in the sport. That's possible too, or maybe the kid is literally four and a little too young to go. Mm. Um, because like once you're playing, like who's watching the kid? Um, but I I, th I think this one this one seems like super easy, and it's like this guy's a bum or whatever. But it also doesn't because I think there's there's a lot of people all over the world, uh, you know wealthy countries not as wealthy countries whatever who you know are doing what they have to do to to live and sometimes what they have to do is like so soul so soul crushing that they need an escape and in the case of a guy who's turning to playing a sport as opposed to getting wasted drinking doing drugs you know, I'm I'm hesitant to be like, this guy's a bum. Uh, I just think that there's probably an opportunity for a little bit more creativity in helping him find a career path that he actually enjoys. Maybe something related to his hobby. Maybe, you know, and it might he might need some type of re-education, you know, which would probably further strain uh, their finances. But uh, I, I'm, you know, and maybe maybe it, maybe it's just like cutting it down a little bit so if it is golf maybe you just go like nine holes instead of 18. um or maybe you can play uh mini golf like we did yeah. uh yesterday it took it wasn't very long and uh it didn't take long for me to uh oh, make okay. short work <laughs> this one right here who has I golfing in, in her jeans i came in second place she came in second place <laughs> I was very proud of my efforts. I was too. <laughs>
anyway yeah i i think this i think this is uh this is a really tough one there's we we don't have nearly enough information and uh and it sounds like she's mostly frustrated with um you know just him not having time for the family and it's like the child needs a lot of attention at this age so he's probably this kid's probably like four Mm. yeah he's probably four so i don't know uh naps and or resting yeah just probably just need to you know i always wonder like how 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 often are the people who are saying that they're exhausted and they're having all these like issues how often do they articulate these things exactly the way they articulate it on reddit maybe they show the reddit post Maybe they send the Reddit post. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. No, I'm saying maybe that's what they do, though. I don't know. I I mean, that's an emotional terrorist. If you're... If if you... What a... I mean, mean, that's like... That's some next level, like, like mind... (laughs) I'm not going to say the word, but y'all know what I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, if you're writing up you you, know, you can't like just say like what's wrong you know to your spouse and then you're just online you're writing up what 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 your true thoughts are and then you get a bunch of comments and everybody's like he's horrible and your and your thoughts also are like you know slanted towards you know your your side of the story right like we don't know his side of the story at all um we don't we we don't know enough but uh and then everyone's just like, oh, this guy's terrible. Blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, here, look, this is what I wrote. This is what people are saying. I wonder how many people do that, though. I know people do. I believe people do it. I truly do. I truly do. And I think that the laziest form of uh, of of trying to make your point is looking for a cosigner. Like, if you can't, if you cannot stitch together like an argument or a thought about like what about what it is that uh you're feeling and you are leveraging other people's viewpoints to like bolster like your opinion and you're and you're kind of just bringing that to that other person without them you know even knowing that you're going to do that that that's that's lazy that's that's super disrespectful i mean if anything if you want to make it fun, well, let's both craft a stupid thing on Reddit and and then like <laughs> have see, a Reddit off and see and see what we get. But like, let, let's make it fair. If you're gonna if we're gonna bring in cosigners, I mean, if you're gonna argue a point, if you have an issue, I think you just like it's just better to just like just be open up front, you know? Like let's. But people do it all the time. Another yeah. an, another thing. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? Nothing. Nothing. Another thing that people say or do a lot of is it's like when they have an issue, they'll point out how someone else is acting or what someone else is doing as a way to uh, get someone to change the person that they want to change their behavior as a way to like prompt that or spur some, some change. And I think that's like poor form as well. Um, Leave everyone else out of it. Why can't you do this? Like so-and-so does. Uh, 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 
come on <laughs> come on no we, no mm. you can do better than that it's just it's this it's lazy it's lazy it's not effective um but mostly it's lazy like, we can do better than that y'all <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh that's it so that's how we go uh if you've watched this long thank you so much uh why not just uh do a little bonus and subscribe if you haven't subscribed uh yeah watch another you. watch another video we appreciate anything any time that you give us any comments comments we want the comments yeah we we need to re we need to remind people to comment more earlier, often earlier than the Just, end well yeah. we, we mentioned it earlier but we should like remind them like every story that's true that's look true. at you guys you're, you're getting our our editing notes <laughs> live anyway yeah uh we never know how to how do you off. end how do you really end how do you end like... when it when it seems like it, sh it should go on forever <laughs> here's how here's how we can do it it is 10 32 p.m our time it's past my bedtime we are sleepy we're tired. That light in our so eyes. bright. It's bright and it's kind of hurting my eyes a little bit. Yes. Yes. It's very bright. It's making me want to close my eyes. But this is this is show business, you know. But but this like is how it is. But as long as the words we were saying <laughs> weren't making you want to close your eyes. <laughs> then we did a good job. We're happy. Okay. All, All right. right. Ciao for now. Deuces. <laughs> Peace. Cut. <laughs> <laughs>